Hello. Welcome to this week's episode of Everything You Never Need to Know. Self-evident truth. Race, caste-based killings, protests, and anger. That has been the theme for the last few weeks in the United States of America. You would have already been buffeted by the winds of all the breaking news and headlines. A black man was killed by the police. Thousands violently looted. Millions peacefully protested. People and corporations supporting the protests. People calling for defunding of police. Statues being toppled and lines being drawn. In such volatile times, it helps to take pause and seek meaning in history. History speaks of great people who did great things. To say Thomas Jefferson was a great man is an enormous understatement. He was an American statesman, diplomat, lawyer, architect, philosopher, and the founding father of the United States of America, the second vice president and the third president of the United States of America. In a world that was filled with autocracies and theocracies, he was the early proponent of a democratic form of government where people voted for their rulers. He was also the author of possibly one of history and English literature's most famous documents, the Declaration of Independence written in 1776 by Thomas Jefferson where he proclaimed America an independent colony of England. He famously wrote, "We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness." All men are created equal. It was certainly an alien concept at that time, a world divided by race, caste, and religion. He also wrote it in part to address the horror that was going on in his own country. He was completely aware of the inhuman nature of slavery. His original declaration of independence condemned slavery in the harshest language possible, calling it an assemblage of horrors. The 13 colonies which formed America then did not agree on the language and scratched any mention of slavery from the document. Thomas Jefferson said and wrote for democracy and equality than any man will ever do. To say Thomas Jefferson is a great man is an understatement. Thomas Jefferson wrote all men are created equal in 1776. The year was 1790. On the other hand, there was a black man at the basement of Monticello with his hand ready on a rope. The black man was not a great man. In fact, he is so inconsequential that his name doesn't even matter. One of his many duties was to stand ready holding a heavy rope. The rope led up into the house above and was connected to a small cupboard at the other end of the pulley. Imagine a lift being pulled by a person except that this lift was not for people. It was for wine and cigars and food. As soon as he heard the bell or the tap, he should loosen the rope and allow the cupboard to descend to the basement floor. Other slaves were at the ready to refill it with wine, food and whatever was requested. As soon as it was loaded he pulled it back above so that his master can access its contents Jefferson waited for the ding of the cupboard reaching its resting place he opened the door to display to his guests the cabinet full of wine and cigars his sitting room which was occupied by his guests were appropriately floored such a novel gadget such innovation Jefferson was great indeed Monticello was Jefferson's house and a slave plantation he owned 600 slaves and had six kids with a slave he deployed the slaves as artisans farmers cotton pickers mechanics cooks and tailors his very own small self sufficient economy 
He loved explaining the operations of his house, which sat atop a small hill surrounded by slave quarters. As he entertained his guests, he was also explaining a recent discovery he had made while tallying the finances of his plantation. He had worked out that as more and more black babies were born, his plantation's profits went up by 4%. He then counseled his guests to invest in land and black people, the only profitable instruments. There is only the expense of food and housing. What comes with it is a free lifelong labour, not only of the black person purchased, but also of his offsprings and so on. Remember, Thomas Jefferson said and wrote for democracy and equality than any man will ever do. To say Thomas Jefferson is a great man is an understatement. Thomas Jefferson was the one who wrote, All men are created equal in 1776. Likewise, Abraham Lincoln, referred to as a great emancipator, was originally in favour of shipping all the African Americans who were enslaved back to Africa, a continent they were kidnapped from several generations ago. After enslaving them to build a country on their blood and sweat, the great emancipator offered them a way out. The intention is not to malign people of historic importance, but to know the full weight and brunt of history and not to selectively airbrush parts that we really don't like. They were certainly men of their time, and compared against their time, they were probably the best. We might be viewed as heartless criminals in a few generations from now due to our destruction of the environment or the industrial slaughter of animals. The narrative is true for most oppressed races and classes across history and present. African Americans, Jews, Dalits, Uyghurs, women, and the list goes on. Usually, change comes slowly, inching forward generation by generation. For probably the first time, we are seeing an upswelling in range and anger that might push the needle faster than before, with corporations and countries accepting the inequality and attempting to move forward. While many members of the privileged class accept and realize the source of their privilege, many of the others have a simple and ignorant question. What did I do? I did not discriminate, I worked hard, and I deserve every damn thing that I get. Why should I change or reduce the benefits that I am getting currently because of something that happened a hundred years ago? We are all equal now. Let's run the race from the same starting point. The answer to that is quite simple. What did the slave holding the rope do to deserve that? What did Jefferson do to deserve a life of comfort and riches? They were born where they were born, in that place and at that time. And the race is not fair because the privileged not only have a head start, but they make the rules of the games and they choose who wins. None of the oppressed classes are seeking any reparations, which is quite a surprise because the shiny American, European and even Indian cities and economies are built with their bones as the foundation and their blood as a lubricant for the gears of these economies. Instead, what they are asking for is to be treated equally by the institutions and the society. There are the whiners amongst us who whine about having to accommodate one more quota, having to tolerate one more historical leader being revealed as a racist, or being told that they are not special. Real struggles, of course. They might think that they are struggling, but then, there is no truth in it. There is only one self-evident truth in all of this. The world, the society, the whiners, and the privileged ancestors of the exploiters should be thanking all the non-existent gods that the oppressed classes only want equality and not payback. And that brings us to the end of this week's episode of Everything You Never Need to Know.